After a long weekend of eating turkey sandwiches with stuffing and just watching Hallmark movies on TV for hours at a time, we hope you all had a lovely Thanksgiving as well. Emma and I are back with our live show from the Bell House in Brooklyn a couple weeks ago. After months of doing this mini tour, we came full circle back to Brooklyn where we kicked off the live shows in July to recap the season one finale of The Bachelor. We were joined by actress and friend of the pod, Erin Dark, to take one last look at Alex Michelle's journey to love. And what a beautiful journey it was. And because the first season, unfortunately, did not have an After the Final Rose special, we decided to just have our own with a really special guest from the first season, Amanda Marsh Caldwell. If you've been watching the first season or if you've ever seen it, you should know she's so funny. She's so delightful. We had an amazing time catching up with her about the show and everything that's been going on with her since then. I mean, she is even more epic now than she was back in 2002, if you can believe. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on the Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Hello. Hello, Brooklyn. Hello again. We've really come full circle since we started here back in July. Yes, it's been such a privilege in the meantime to tour this great nation. Over the past few months, we've met so many hardworking Americans, shaken so many hands. And I guess I would just say next time I'd like to hit a few more swing states. Yeah, we like sadly could not make it to Iowa because we hear that that state just really sets the tone for how the nation views The Bachelor. I mean, votes in the Democratic primary. Basically the same thing. whatever. Either way, we do hope to make it from sea to shining sea after Claire, you know, produces a new human. Yeah. Um, It might happen tonight. You never know. He's basically cooked. Yeah. It it would be the most dramatic Bachelor recap ever. But that is not why we're here tonight. We're here to talk about one special man, Alex Michelle, and his one special journey to find everlasting love on ABC. Yeah. And that special journey came to a very anticlimactic conclusion. In the finale, we will be discussing tonight. Yeah, so get excited is, is what we're saying. <laughs> um, but to recap this finale with us, we knew that we needed someone who understood both the depths of the Bachelor canon and the complete lack of charisma that our first Bachelor possesses. <laughs> so please put your hands together for actress, activist, and BFF of the pod, Erin Dark. <laughs> so far away. Oh, I know. It's, we'll, we'll work through I it, Erin. Yeah, you can stretch out. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's why we gave you that couch. I we really knew you were going to be wearing it. the good shoes. Erin, yeah. so. <laughs> thank I you so much. too early and then went to the bathroom in my tights earlier because I couldn't <laughs> deal with it. Look, 
Yeah. They look great. Yeah. Thanks. That's the important thing, as my husband always tells me. <laughs> Beauty is pain. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so let's set the scene um, for what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, our square-haired gentleman, Alex Michelle, uh, has said fare thee well to 23 out of his 25 sutresses. And uh, it's really time for him to pick between the two beautiful blondes who remain. Who will he end up with? Will it be gorgeous, laid-back Amanda, or will it be aloof, gorgeous Trista, <laughs> who soon after will become the first bachelorette, which is maybe kind of a giveaway. Wow, spoilers, <laughs> Claire. God. It'll be one of the two. Who can say? I guess we'll find out. We'll never know, guys. Um, so, Aaron, Claire, let's get into this journey. You know, we need to find out who Alex found true-ish love with. Yeah. You know, last week, for those of you who perhaps listened to our last podcast of the live show, uh, Alex sent Shannon, who was excellent television, home in the most dramatic rose ceremony yet of the four that we've seen. <laughs> the bar was not as yeah. high then as it is now, but it was quite dramatic, I would she say. She did do a walk away, stop, turn back to ask a question. I mean, it was art. Yeah, yeah. which is very impressive. Um, and tonight, uh, Alex is down to the wire. The ring has been purchased. The decision is about to be made. And he has thoughts. He does. I think we have a clip of him meditating on his upcoming decision. I've let go 23 women already. 23 women have, have come into my life for varying lengths of time and are now gone. And I feel really good about who I have as the final two. But because I'm, I've been in a bubble with no advisors I can't wait to find out what my family thinks about Amanda and Trista. Doesn't Trista look excited? <laughs> yeah. Alex just has that demeanor of just like a guy who's ready to go have his parents tell him who to marry. He's like, oh yeah, it's going down. I mean, I always need my parents to evaluate every person I go on a date with. I'm yeah. like, I'm not sure. I didn't make it through one drink with this guy, but like, I had no advisors, so how can yeah. I tell? I mean, really, I don't actually have friends, just advisors. <laughs> I mean, that's that what it? friends are for, yeah. you know? And that's what we've been this whole time, Aaron. Yeah, you're my yeah. advisor, Emma. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Trista is up first, and mm -hmm. she's going to meet the fam. Yes, and Trista, going into this final date, looks very nervous. She looks very subdued. She's kind of running through his family's names as if she's doing flashcards. Um, I respect her commitment, honestly. I, I know. <laughs> Me too. You were saying. You've never met them before. You don't have to know their names. She's like, I, Mary Kelly, Mary the other one. <laughs> Jeff? There's a Jeff. I go to my own family events still, and I'm like, if I don't know their names, you know, I'll just smile really big, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. She's committed. She's ready. Um, and Alex uh, reassures her. He's like... It's going to be so fun. I'm sure my family will love you. Immediately cut to Alex telling the camera, my family hates everyone I date. They're very tough critics. <laughs> so he's not really preparing Trista fully for what she's walking into. No. Which soon becomes apparent. Um, but like, she does meet his sister, Jen, 
his sister, Mary Kelly, his brother-in-law, Jeff, and his parents, Peter and Mary J. Yes. Yeah, as I said, a lot of Marys. Yeah. Uh, this is a very Irish Catholic yeah. naming pattern um, that I re- recognized very much from my Catholic school history. I was like, yes, Mary and another name, of course. Except for Natural. Jen. Jen just gets to be Jen. <laughs> I mean, they were like, one of you gets the most popular name for any woman of yeah. the next decade, <laughs> and the other one gets to be named after multiple saints. I mean, congratulations. <laughs> Winner both ways. Um, so it quickly becomes clear that Alex was right. His family is terrifying and they are not going to let Trista have a single moment of fun. No, she sits down and they're like, what do you like about our son? Name every quality, please. What do you have in common? What do you connect on? Tell us. Um, yeah, Trista has, I I always wonder what I would say if a future in-law Um, which thankfully no one has ever done to me, sat me down and said, what do you like about our son? I'd be like, I don't know. (laughs) He's nice. Especially when that guy is Alex. I know. (laughs) That's the thing. She really comes up with some qualities. Like, she does well. She does very well in this whole thing, She's like, he likes his family. You all. He loves you all. He's traveled. He like, has an education. Yeah, she's like, I, basically, I know about him that he likes very large suits. <laughs> <laughs> and blonde women? I don't. We're still getting And we really connect on that. As yeah. I'm a blonde, we really connect on the fact that he likes blondes. What I know about Alex is I keep telling him I don't like him that much, and I'm still here. Yeah. Like, I'm, That's the extent of our relationship. Um, and so uh, at this point, Alex's dad, Peter decides that it's time to pose an even tougher question. I think we have a clip. My sense is that you're a pretty competitive person. And this whole thing was, was, sort, of, was sort of a contest that you wanted to win regardless of the final outcome. I am competitive. You're right on that. But no. So it's not necessarily a prize to me. Like if it was a million dollars. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. wait a minute. No, no, not a he's a prize. He's not a prize. Come on. He is a prize, but he has to be a prize to the right person. And he's no million dollars. <laughs> Honestly. Hey, Mary Kelly. Honestly. Help me out. So listen, listen. If if I wasn't the right person, if I wasn't compatible to be with him, then I thought he should be with the right compatible person. Right. That's what I'm saying. Jesus. After five minutes, he's like, you're only here to win my son. What? You think he's not just a prize? Are you... I just told you he yeah. is a prize, but you shouldn't want to just win him. Like it's the goalposts fav- keep moving with Peter. <laughs> My favorite is like I don't know if it's one of his sisters, but the person off camera who just goes, "He's not worth a million dollars." And then the other sister, like staring at her, like, "Why don't you think my brother is a million dollars?" Pretty fucked up, don't you think? I feel like she handled that as eloquently as like a human could, though. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Trista really just rolls with the punches. She's like, "No, no, no. Let me just explain to you my very logical feelings yeah. on why Alex should just be with whoever likes him most." Like, it's yeah. very. Yeah. She's like, "I just think that he should have someone who likes him back. <laughs> if that's not me, wink, wink." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
but this is the first of many instances, actually, when it becomes clear that Peter's big thing is setting logical traps for the women uh, who are dating his son. Loves a good trap. Just, and then pouncing. Yeah. 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 Um, but his mom is a little, a little nicer. She asks Trista what she learned about herself during this process. And Trista, you know, very honestly says, you know, I've just been really reminded that I am someone who takes a while to open up. I've been hurt before, and it can be hard for me to, like, break down my walls. Remember that, because yeah, it they comes do. back around later. <laughs> um, but... Trista wins them over eventually mm-hmm. because she basically says, you know, I don't want to get engaged without being in love and I don't think that we're there yet. And she doesn't, she says she doesn't want to get divorced. She was raised by her mother who was separated from her father and his family is like, oh yeah, I guess we don't disagree with you. Like very that impressed. seems, that seems great. Um, and then Trista leaves and Alex's dad just like looks at the camera and is like, I mean, wow. My first thought was that she was this Miami Heat dancer, yeah. but in fact, she's self-possessed. They were like, as though there was some immutable quality about a dancer, like those two things are just diametrically opposed. It's very weird. It's like two completely unrelated thoughts. He's like, yeah. my original thought was that she was a Miami Heat dancer, but in fact, she was very self-possessed and gracious and thoughtful. I was like... Those are just not related. Not related. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I saw I thought I saw a squirrel in the yard earlier, but, but I think we're gonna have spaghetti for dinner. <laughs> like they're not connected. <laughs> but he seems very sure that they are. Very sure. Yeah, I mean. Um, but Trista doesn't know what's going on behind the curtain. No. She's leaving like, I could really hang with this family. Yeah, she's Is like, she seems not? great, it went great. Is That's a good she? point. They she were says, like, are you just trying to win our son? And, like, she's been, like, impressed that she wasn't an idiot. I mean, it was, did she have a fun time, really? And she's like, I could get used to being grilled like this. Yeah. I could. <laughs> I could get used to anything. an incredibly agreeable person who is like, yeah, you know, I can just roll with it and make it work. I'm like, honey, blink twice. You don't have to. <laughs> maybe it's like, maybe she's, maybe she's really competitive and she's like, I like being constantly tested and winning. Like, I defeated that challenge, yeah. Peter. Thank you. Thank I don't you. want my in-laws to be like relaxing to be around. No. I want a challenge. Yeah, I want to constantly best them at their own <laughs> mind games. It's like one of those horror movies that's always coming out now where it's like, welcome to our family. We're going to try to murder you. <laughs> She's like, that's what I want. Um, it's just get out, but only white people. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so after Trista leaves, the family discusses her and her being a cheerleader, quote yeah. unquote, comes up again. His sisters are also really put off by this. They cannot Ooh. wrap their head, no. their minds around the fact that she could possibly have this as her job. The interesting thing is that she, in fact, has an entirely other career as a pediatric physical therapist, which Alex just never mentioned. No, them, he, I corrects, guess. Thing, he corrects that when they're like, she's a cheerleader. He's like, she's not a cheerleader. She's a dancer. <laughs> he's like that that physical therapy thing that she got a master's for like we don't need to go into that but like no, let me but like yeah. it's, it's a very different thing a cheerleader and a dancer and i need you to understand the difference like let's be clear on one thing you're right that to be a cheerleader is bad however <laughs> what she is in fact is a dancer who dances Less at bad. basketball games yeah. which is in a so 
completely different place on the hierarchy. It's virtuous, practically. How dare you judge her? (laughs) Um, And then his sister decides to, on another line of attack, which is, I've been hurt a lot. Uh, Move on, babe. Move on, babe. You're dating my brother now. You're dating my brother now. I thought that was a little, a little unnecessary. It was a lot unnecessary. It was a lot very unnecessary. They've known each other for like what four weeks, five weeks. <laughs> it's also like not an unreasonable concern for someone no. to have. Also, like she's she's started this out one of twenty five women. It's not like there wasn't a chance she would get hurt in this process. Yeah, she she's liked still him. one of two. Yeah, like I just feel like. I, I think his sisters are just assholes. I think, I think that they kind of were. They yeah. really did seem like it. Like, of all of the takes, I feel like the get over your past pain already one is rarely popular. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, women who call other women babe is yeah. just a no, real... I have to say anyone, anyone. who calls anyone babe. <laughs> yeah. Ban babe is the hard line we're taking on this show. Unless you're quoting the movie about the pig. I'm out. Yeah. And on board then, with that. No, Mike, I'm always up for a big <laughs> But Alex's mom is consistent throughout these dates. I, I've decided she's the only good member of the family. Yeah. She seems very sweet, and she just keeps pulling Alex aside and being like, you don't seem to like these women that much. <laughs> like, are you sure you want to marry one of them? Please don't. Like, this has been great. I'm not saying you should not have done this. This is great. I love it, but you might be ruining your life. (laughs) But I love you, and I'm so proud of you. Um, And that's really the message that Alex needs throughout this process. Um, But Alex is like, you know, I don't know. I think that this is a process where you can really find your soulmate. I believe in that. And I'm like, why do you believe that? You clearly didn't meet one. He still believes. That's the power of ABC. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so next, Amanda meets the family. And Alex is excited for this. He's like, my family is going to respond really well to someone who, quote, obviously really likes me a lot. It's always good when you're down to two people and you might marry one of them. And you're like, one of them definitely likes me. I know that much. It's like, my two options are the one who maybe likes me and the one who does. And it really could go either way at this point. Um, And so Amanda shows up more around lunchtime. Trista had a dinner meeting. Um, These are the details that matter to me. And uh, shows up looking very perfectly dressed to, to meet future in-laws in sort of a turtleneck I mean, set. Yeah, um, Amanda's sweet spot on this entire season has been like a great turtleneck, so mm. just glad to see her, you know, really staying true to form. And, uh, and she is younger than Trista. This becomes a very uh, heavy theme for the family. They're like, she's only 23, Alex is 31. Um, Wait, is she going to be experienced Trista? enough? Trista's 29. Okay. Yeah. Trista is pretty much around right Alex's age. Amanda is, is a little bit younger. Um, and they're like, how experienced can Amanda be? And I was like, well, Trista had all those experiences, and you really didn't like to hear yeah, about them. Like, you kind of it. wanted her to forget all about everyone she'd ever dated. I also, like, I highly maintain that, like, both of those women have a lot more life experience than Alex. <laughs> I <laughs> would agree. That way, you know? Yeah. Um, so Peter is like, he's got his thing he's ready to catch them out on, which is Alex said that Amanda and Trista are very different. 
So Peter's like, I'm expecting a huge contrast. It's like, will the contrast be big enough? And if it's not, who do I blame? Is yeah. Yeah, is that Amanda's fault? Is that Trista's fault? It's not going to be Alex's. I mean, no. He's on huh? the case. Like, yeah. Not his sweet, sweet son. <laughs> it's million-dollar prize. <laughs> so they all sit down to lunch, and uh, the brother-in-law, Jeff, asks Amanda if she'd be into Alex if they met off the show, which I think is a question that every woman must have asked themselves as soon as they left the show. Yeah. Like, what happened? Wow, how? How did I convince myself that this is if a man I, met... I would have ever spoken to in a bar? Yeah. Um, but Amanda has a, a very tactful answer. She's like, oh yeah, he, you know, he reminds me of James Bond. The whole family goes silent. Well, yeah, because I feel like, like even uh, they must know that's absurd. Like, oh, no, I don't know about that i mean like, I'm, like which i'm gonna be Roger charitable Moore? and assume that she was referencing you know pierce brosnan they have similar coloring no. i suppose i'm sorry <laughs> no i can't let that stand for any of them when i look at alex i'm like pierce brosnan yeah <laughs> i see it in that they are white men yeah yes. in that yeah both brown hair look yeah white guys Tall-ish, brown hair. Tall-ish. They all look the Wear same. Suits Who can tell the difference? <laughs> James Bond does shoulders. wear better tailored suits. Yeah, I'll say. yeah, I, I, yeah. So as she reminds me of James Bond in that he is a white man in a suit. Sometimes. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Um, and. Apparently, Alex's family have been prepped, unbeknownst to Amanda, about the fact that she'd been previously married and had an annulment. And you see her talking to the camera saying, I was prepared to talk to them about this, but then they just sprung it on me. And they start just grilling her about her first marriage. They're like, do you you still have a relationship with your ex and his children? Like, which is a very intimate first meeting also of the parents' question. Also worth noting question. that the children have never been mentioned on this no, show No, never before. been. The continuity yeah. of editing is all off on this season. Like, we're watching, we're like, wait, her ex had kids? Like, a lot of, like, heavy conversations that are just, like, kind of skipped over or had clearly, uh, were introduced to them halfway through. Um, but, like, you would never guess, like, save for Amanda saying in her in the moment that she wasn't expecting it, she maintains great equanimity throughout. Um, I probably would not. I'd be like, Alex, I need to speak to you in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. What the hell? Um, and then they talk a little bit about their age difference, which they're very forthright about uh, on this season in a way that we've seen bigger age differences that have been handled with, with less directness in seasons since, I would say. Um, and Amanda says, you know, it hasn't really been a problem, you know, I'm, I'm maybe act more mature, Alex, you know, he's mature, but has a very goofy sense of humor. His dad's like, oh, so you just simply haven't seen him as an adult. Yeah. Which, dad's always ready. Sick burn, bro. He's always ready for the takeaway there. That's definitely what she meant by goofy sense (laughs) of humor. This is a test. If you don't phrase everything you say in exactly the right way... Peter will come for you. You're not allowed to marry Alex. It's just not going to be permitted. Um, And finally, Mary J, again, is just like, hey, honey, um, you definitely shouldn't marry either of these women right now because you don't seem to like either of them that much. Like, go on some more dates. Like, he seems to be very preoccupied on which of the women 
will appear to his family to like him more. And his mom is like, no, I want to know who you like more. And it seems yeah. like neither, neither of them, yeah. really. And neither of them like you that much. So there's just, yeah, She's like, this questions. is all cool. Just like, don't marry them. And she's yeah. talking a lot of sense. Yeah, she's saying a lot of things. Yeah, no, but Mary J has her head on right. So yeah. I'm saying, yeah, she knows. <laughs> uh, but Amanda heads out and Alex goes back to get the the scoop from his family and his family does not hold back when comparing Amanda and Trista to each other. I think we have a clip. I liked Amanda better because I felt like she was more like the two of us, actually, since we love ourselves. I hope you pick her, but I would be more worried if you proposed to her. She's pretty much on the baby train and she's pretty much... <laughs> 23. <laughs> I think if I had to make, you know, like a list of pros and cons, I mean, I think Amanda is more compatible with me, probably. She was very easy to be around. Very pleasant, calm. And the fact that, that she likes me more is a pretty good sign. But, you know, my worry is that, like, I'm a little more wrapped up in Trista, I think. You know, I spent, like, four hours talking to Trista last night. <laughs> I'm, I'm switching now. I'm like... Amanda doesn't have as many experiences just because she's, what, six years younger. That did show. You know, you want someone who's going to be challenging. I don't know. Really solid, reliable advice yeah. being received here. What a way to evaluate your brother's dating prospects. I mean... I just, just, what I, a family dynamic that is. I will never get over how much he knows that Trista doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah, he openly talks about it all season. He's like, this is the week when I will find out if Trista is into me literally at all. And then, and then he's like, I didn't find out. However, one more week. Next yeah. week, I'm going to find out for sure. But I'm um, like, and he's like, list of pros and cons. Pros, Amanda likes me. We're super compatible. Everything's great. Trista. Pros. I keep thinking about her. <laughs> it's this really, it's me, a grim yeah. look into the mind of obsession, really. <laughs> where you're just like, it's, we've all been there. We've all had that thing where we're like, I know that there's no logical reason I should want to be with this person. I feel bad when I'm around them. They, they, and yet. They don't like me. Um, and yet, they're all I think about. Alex is in the grip of that right now. Um, and his family is helping him out by just wildly going back and forth yeah, between which decision he should make. I also but, like when his sister is like, you want a woman that challenges you? And I'm like, does he? Yeah, does he? I don't. <laughs> he maybe wants a challenge, which is what Trista is, because she doesn't like him. But she doesn't see... Like, he doesn't I think what Alex that... really wants is like to not be in an actual relationship with anyone. Maybe. Yeah, he's like, I like the chase. Yeah. When someone's compatible with me, it's too easy. Yeah. What can you do? You know. Uh, yeah, not get married. Not get married. Not get married. Yeah, yeah, like, God answer. bless his mom at the yeah. end. Like at the end of that, I just love like all they're all going back and forth, and his mom is just like, Well, I think they're both great to date. Yeah. D-A-T-E. Date, date, date them. Date them. Yeah. Only dating. She's like, she's like, let me make sure I enunciated yeah. correctly. She does. It's like the most date. I've ever seen someone enunciate the word date. Like. And Alex is like, wow, that was just a punch in the gut and a big wake-up call about how serious this is and how real everyone's emotions are. And by everyone's emotions, he means the emotions of his family because he does not care about the emotions of these women. 
Yeah, that was not a relevant consideration. No, he's like, wow, these people that I actually care about have a stake in this. I guess I should start thinking. <laughs> and he's like, I don't have enough information. I, I'm going to demand, demand one last unscheduled date. I guess that in the original series, or at least this is what they would have us believe, there is no plan for him to have more one-on-one time with the women after they meet his parents, uh, which is a great way, again, to make a decision about the rest of your life. Well, he just needed to check in with his advisors and then, you know, decided to invest in. The board gets the final Exactly. Side. He's like, what's less risky? Yeah, if know. you spend alone time with them after you've talked to the board, it just can like get the more val- right. yeah. And does the value appreciate in five or ten exactly. years? Like, you know, yeah. yeah. The board will be really mad if they find out that you, like, got wishy-washy on them. You went against their advice. That doesn't go well. (laughs) Um, But he does demand more time, allegedly. And Trista is up first. She shows up to Alex's Malibu mansion with a tiny strawberry shortcake. I'm like, where did you purchase this, Trista? Can I have one? Yeah, it looks delicious. Mm. Uh, And... Like, like, it looks like they went to, like, a Whole Foods. I just want to know, like, was there? It's like plastic. I don't know. Before, did they talk about their mutual love of strawberry shortcake, (laughs) or she was just like, "I am going to." I'm gonna do this for you, Alex. This was a time before everything on The Bachelor had to be weighted with so much meaning. Like now, it would be like, "I brought something. It's a scrapbook. It's made out of the paper that." made up the tags of the dress I was wearing the first time we met and it's just full of memories like the sweat from your hand from when we shook hands and but back then they could just be like I don't know this cake looked pretty good like I thought maybe we'd like to eat it yeah there's something really refreshing about the whole scene like she comes in with a tiny like plastic wrapped strawberry shortcake they sit down have like pizza and beer and we're like, mm-hmm. let's talk engagement. And she, like, takes a coat off. She, like, takes a coat off and puts a purse down, which is not a thing you see on The Bachelor. Why would, what, why would she have a purse? She can't have a phone. She's, they're not allowed to, like, bring chapstick. reading material. Chapstick. you need chapstick. Ch- but they're all wearing slacks all the time. Like, they all, these, this season has the most pockets of any Bachelor season I've ever seen. It's great. I would love to see a season where cargo pants for women were really in one day. So Alex is like, I'm really interested to see... This is a little bit of his father showing in him. I'm interested to see if Trista does anything strange, if she acts differently than she has because she's finally realized at the 11th hour that she's out of time. So he's laid a trap for Trista. He's trying to trap her, yeah. He's like, I will. I will find you out. (laughs) So they sit down on his bed uh, with all of their delicious greasy pizza, um, which is where I always eat pizza when I have company. I mean, and I guess if it's not my bed. <laughs> it's, it's not his. Yeah, uh, it so belongs like, to the whatever. bachelor, I guess. I got two more nights in this. Let's see if he's in bed. <laughs> Let's get these yeah. sheets dirty. And Alex is like, look, I got some advice from a friend of mine. And she suggested that perhaps it would be wise for me to step back and leave some space for the woman. Actually, he says girl. Space for the girl to fill it. So I'm going to do that. Which is apparently how you leave space. You don't actually no. just leave yeah. the space. No, you, you just tell, tell the person, you're leaving the I'm space. leaving you space. Yeah. I did it. I left I the space. I feel like when that friend gave him that advice, the advice didn't include, and say all of this to her <laughs> before you give her that space. Alex is very literal. 
No, it's amazing because then he's like, that's why I just wanted to have you here. Like, I've been all over you this whole time. Like, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? What do you, what do you like? Like me, so, like me, like me. <laughs> so that's why I thought we would just like have some pizza tonight and hang out so that you could have some space to fill. And I was like, Alex, having pizza is casual. It's not like creation of space. You can still definitely be all over a woman while she you eats pizza. You can smother someone with oh, pizza. Yeah. For know. example, you can tell them, I'm leaving space for you to fill, and then stare at them while chewing on a huge hunk of pizza, <laughs> which is what he decides to do. Yeah, all of the best like being given space is when you're being stared at. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm silent, but I'm watching yeah. you. He's like, I'm yeah. giving you space to say, I don't know, whatever you want to. Like that you like me? <laughs> but if you say you like me, then I'll know it's just your 11th hour play. <laughs> Caught you. Um, um, so at this point, Trista does, having been given this enormous amount of space, come to a new realization. And I think we have a clip of that. So now I'm like, well, maybe we could get engaged. Right. <laughs> Which is very strange. Right. Because before I came, people are like, you're going you're gonna to be engaged. You're gonna, I'm like, I'm so not going to be engaged. Right. I'm not going to be the one to be engaged. That's just, just not me. So, so you're saying it's a possibility. I mean, a couple days ago, you said I know. eloquently. No way. No way. I know. For like the fifth time to my parents, which they loved, by the way. And I feel like it's like a curveball. Hearing you say this now, you feel like this may be what's necessary to be the one. He laid the trap and she walked right into it. He's like, oh, you wanna be with me? Gotcha. The way he says this is a curveball is sort of like the way that I would expect someone to say say that if she had been like, I'm actually dating someone back home. He's like, you want to get engaged? Oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this to me, yeah. quite frankly. <laughs> the thing I've been begging you for. Also, Trista's resting bitch faces are just so excellent. She's like, yeah, I'm definitely interested in what I just said. Would love to spend my life with you. I'm so confused by if it's like with her, because she still doesn't seem to like him. I think it's just the world of the show. The she's con- the she's show, convinced yeah. herself that she's she does. Herself. I mean, do you think that on some level she's like, I have to tell Alex that I would accept a proposal now that it's the 11th hour and I've run out of time and I have to win because I'm so competitive? Is that I, what's is that what's going on? I don't know Alex's <laughs> dad. Claire has been possessed by Peter today. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm very confused. I found the scene actually like very confusing because I thought I had a pretty good handle on Trista, which was that she was not interested. So what you're saying is that you were thrown a curveball. I was. Yeah. I was Tough. maybe the one moment in the episode where I was like, I understand your confusion now. Like, I'll just I'll just give you like she likes you. I'll give you some space to recover. Like okay, thank just you. Just a lot of space. Um, so Trista tries at this yeah. point to sort of be like, no, no, it's not that. It's you know, in fact. There was a time, not so long ago, just like a week ago maybe, when Amanda seemed really into you, and I was like, huh, I'm not that into him. 
if we're the final two and I still don't really feel like that, I will step back and award him to Amanda. And I don't feel that way anymore. I'm ready to fight for you. I'm ready to win. I mean, uh, end up Be together. In yeah. Be in love. And then Alex essentially tells Trista that he, he's going to choose her. She's like, if you did pick right now, what would you do? And, you know, now no one would ever admit that on camera. But Alex is like, yeah, no. I'd probably, probably pick you. It, it would be you um, because I'm really feeling it. Yeah. And then we see Alex and Trista start kind of making out on the bed because she's at the home that he's living in. The bachelor the mansion. The bachelor mansion. Yeah. And, but instead of the women living there, he, it's his bachelor pad. Yes. Um, and Trista asks if the camera in the bedroom is on, which is a very funny moment because that would never be mentioned now. You would not acknowledge but the camera. I also like that while she's asking if the camera in the bedroom is on, there is clearly someone just outside the glass windows filming her <laughs> ask if that camera's on. Yeah, like, I mean, there's like, like seven boom mics being. Yeah, we see her from, like, one camera angle being yeah. like, is, is that, that camera on over and there? And then they're like, sneak attack. Sneak switch. The camera <laughs> yeah. he's on. Like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I think probably. But I just, I feel like they turned that camera off feeling like that was okay and there was still some dude out on the front lawn, like... Yeah, like, <laughs> I see no everything. Here. Yeah. Um, Alex even says, like, so do you want, you want to stay tonight? And she's like, yeah. It's, it's so casual. He's like, she's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'll stay. And he's like, are you ready to get into a compromising position? <laughs> Mr. Bond. <laughs> They're about to role play. <laughs> uh, and she uh, says, not if the camera's on me, which seems quite sensible. Yeah, I mean, same. Uh, and, uh, and that is That's how... That's where the date ends, yeah. so I assume they boned. What we saw. Yeah. Uh, and next is Amanda's date. Uh, Amanda also shows up at his bachelor pad, ready for a casual night of fun. And Alex is like, you know, I'm worried. I'm not giving Amanda a fair shake because I'm so wrapped up in unraveling the mystery of Trista. Like, there's no mystery, guys. She's just not that into you. That's like a really seedy, like, 70s pulp novel title that I would love to read. Mystery of Trista. Mystery of Trista. Um, But Amanda is ready to, to make her case. She shows up looking really cute, polo neck dress, she is like, I'm ready to start my future with Alex. I need to tell him how I feel. I'm like all in. And they're going to have wine and Chinese food, which they eat in the standard Chinese yeah, food a, and wine. A place. giant ottoman. A giant ottoman yeah. in his living room. As you do. As you do. And Alex has some thoughts for Amanda about uh, what he sees as her appeal. I think we have a clip of this. There's a lot of things about you that are so good, they're, they're almost too good to be true. I mean, you're sort of like, well, my biggest fault is I love cleaning up after other people. And then you're like, you know, I'm just worried that I'm not a good enough cook, but I'm going to work so hard to become a great cook. I'm like, my God, you don't, you don't have to even do these I mean, things. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's su- that's, that's such good news, though. And if the fact that you like organizing things mm-hmm. it makes it better. <laughs> Alex is just, like, daydreaming about having a live-in maid. He, like, cannot contain himself. I, I just really struggle with him. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I just, I, 
I mean, I just like that he's like, I mean, I was gonna ask you to cook and clean anyway, but now that I know you like it, I can do it guilt-free. <laughs> he's like, you love to organize other people's shit? Great, I'm about to make a mess. But I also just feel like he came into the state being like, I haven't given Amanda enough of a chance. I really need to look at her good qualities. Like, her joy in housework. <laughs> Hot and willing so, to clean up yeah. after me. Oh my God, <laughs> marriage yeah. material. Oh, Alex. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, it is, you know, she was into tidying up way before it was cool. You know, Marie Kondo, is, watch out. Yeah, now we're all like, oh, I love, I love organizing things. But Amanda was ahead of the curve on that. And I really respect that. And Alex does too, which, yeah. is, which is great. Um, really appreciate it. <laughs> So he says at this point, you know, I've been scared of Amanda because I know she feels really strongly for me and I don't want to get swept away. So I've kept her at arm's length. And this last night, I don't want to do that. So it's time for him to ask her to join him in the hot tub. tub. Yeah. Um, You're like, you will not be an arm's length. You'll be a finger's length away from me now. Yeah. And uh, she's holding a very small cookie. And he's like, <laughs> I will let you eat that cookie before we go to the hot tub. God, Alex is so magnanimous. And so she takes a very small bite. And Alex stares at her <laughs> with a piercing gaze. And finally, she's like, I could eat it on the way. Yeah. He was giving her space <laughs> to eat the cookie. And Just she a, filled yeah, it. A very yeah. normal amount of space. It was so awkward, and I so love that they didn't edit it out. <laughs> oh, just, yeah, and, like, no music cue. No it was amazing. Music. It's just, like, this awkward silence, and she takes one bite, and he stares, and then she chews, and then there's silence. <laughs> they haven't yet really learned how to convey sizzling sexual tension no. on the show the way that, that maybe now they're... They're, they're better at showcasing. Yeah, because it didn't seem like sexual tension. Like, when she finally was like, I can eat it on the way. <laughs> no, it, it seems, seem it like, seems like, like peer I, pressure. Yeah, like, it yeah. seemed like she was like, yeah, I'm so excited to get in this hot tub with you. It seemed like she was like, are you going to murder me if I don't eat this cookie fast enough? <laughs> but they do, in fact, get into the hot tub. It's very lovely, overlooking the ocean there in Malibu. Uh, and he's like, look, just to warn you, this is a little different from my regular apartment. I don't, in fact, live here full time. And she's like, yeah, seems like a good thing, you know, reality. And he's like, I don't know. That's not really a good thing, Amanda. Yeah. Like, how could you think it's a good thing? And she's like, oh, it's, it's nice, but it'll, it'll be really nice also to, like, experience reality and, like, just not always be constantly entertained. And Alex, like receives this in a very odd way. Like, he becomes sort of, like, defensive and is like, look, our regular life isn't going to be, like, bad. Like, it's just so bad that it helps us appreciate when we go on vacation, you know? It's not going to be like, oh, like, our real life really helps me appreciate having this brief respite from that horrible thing that we do every day. And she's like, no, I know. Like, that's I'm, not what I was, not saying, what I was at all. saying at all. <laughs> like, I don't even know how you could read that into the words I said. Um, Alex is clearly, as this journey comes to an end, starting to become a little self-conscious about the fact that he doesn't actually own a mansion in Malibu overlooking yeah, the water. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to he be a really... white man in America without a mansion yeah. in Malibu, specifically. He, was... he just, like, owns real estate in San Francisco, okay? Like... He also, like, he just 
might be becoming slowly aware that he doesn't have that much else to offer. <laughs> He's like, just so you know, yeah. this is it. He's like, and actually... And it's worse than this. These aren't even my clothes. <laughs> Mine are worse. Could they possibly be worse? I, mean, I can't imagine. Like, how could they be? Those are, if at worst, those are the nicest of his clothes that he chose to wear on TV. <laughs> so they, they really start to get close, you know, make out in the hot tub. Alex is like, being able to take her in my arms and kiss her made me feel closer to her, which is... Makes sense. Logic. Yeah. Physically, physically, they were closer than ever, and uh, and Amanda decides to tell him how she how she feels, which is a of course always a momentous moment in the world of of the Bachelor love story, and she says, "I think you're absolutely amazing. I never would have imagined finding someone like you my whole life. I'm falling in love with you. I will support whatever decision you make, but I would like to be in your future." That's like a prototypical, like, first-generation yeah. yeah. template. Amanda pioneered, which, really, the format for yeah. this. It's like you have to convince The Bachelor that you are in love with him by the end. That's just how it works. Yeah. And, well and you don't normally do that now by saying, like, I, would, I guess I would say yes if you proposed. You have to be like, from the moment we first met. Yeah. I could not imagine like, the world without you. I actually dreamt about you before I met you. I didn't even know it. I knew I loved you before. I think I dreamed you into life. <laughs> um, so the next morning, having had these two final dates, Alex is ready to oh, sit yeah. on his steps in the fetal position. He, he, he looks like a large baby in a crisp button-up. It's a very disturbing image. And, and he's just like, wow, I have aged in the past five weeks. I it's mean, how time works. Yeah, yeah it's how it's time crazy, works. man. He's like, I feel perhaps five years older yeah. than when I started this. And... All of us also feel that we have aged yeah. in, in watching history. I journey. personally feel 17 yeah. years older than when yeah. this all started. Um, and he, he's like, I've really learned about myself, you know? And I have strong feelings for these women. Um, so I know now what I have to do. And so what he does is he heads to Harry Winston. Neil Lane, not there. When did Neil wow. Lane come in? I think like... A few, a seasons, few seasons in. in. Right, yeah, it was very yeah. weird to see. I mean, it's yeah. it's very startling when you're like, these rings, they look so tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the 75 halos? Yeah. Like, I'm confused. And yeah. then you, can, you can just have one main stone? Excuse me? He walks yeah. in to pick out a ring, and instead of Neil Lane, it's just... A saleswoman in frosted lipstick and a feathered hairdo being like, oh, Alex, I see you have to look at some rings today. And I was like, I need Neil, like, to really ground me in this moment. Um, And so they look at a few rings, and Alex shares his thoughts on on his choice. He says, the way we met is very complex. Mm -hmm. So a simpler shape, I think, is better. Because you want the shape of it your It has to contrast. Ring. I mean, right. everyone knows that. So if you met yeah. in a simple way, you would want a really right. ornate ring. Yeah. 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 
And there's it's the number one rule in ring shopping. <laughs> Everyone knows that. It's oh what's God. confusing is when you met in like a medium complex way, and then it's like yeah, what you're do like you I don't do know, like just them? just like two halos. Yeah, it's no like, I don't know. Do I get yeah. a medium complex ring? Yeah, it's, it's so very hard. confusing. Yeah. But the important thing is I that don't it balance out. Also, about you the know, there's no more complex way of meeting than. I went on a TV show and I met her. Yeah. You know, it's very hard to explain. It's complicated has always just been a way of saying, I don't want to tell you how we met because it sounds bad. Like, that's just what it means. It doesn't actually mean that it's hard to explain. No, but then, but he uses that as a justification for it. That's what's amazing is that he ties it in. He doesn't just say, like, we met. It was really, like, complicated the way we met. He's like, so I must. So therefore. Because they've known each other for a total of, like, 72 hours max, like, oh, like, like the actual less. time spent together. Actual probably. time spent together. Yeah. So what's he going to say? Like, I know her inside and out, and this is definitely what she, no, he's got to go no, but some other narrative. No, but he talks uh, a lot about what he thinks her taste in rings would be for someone who, because then at one point he's like, feminine, classic, classic. Like, and I think like we have a still ring. of the ring that he ends up choosing. There. Oh, Look at it. classic. Simple. I mean, it's a it's a nice ring. It's Honestly, so like I, no one's obligated, but like if you wanted Claire to get will take me a, it. a present, She'll have one. <laughs> yeah, I would take. I would wear it. You know, it's yeah. pretty nice. Just um, a push present from the crowd. <laughs> oh you God, know? please never <laughs> use that phrase again. Yeah. Um, Look, I, yeah, I hate the phrase too, but I had to use it for the joke. Okay, like, I mean, you, you make sacrifices um, for the me- pod. Meanwhile, the ladies are preparing for decision day by mm-hmm. having some room service. This uh, is truly aspirational and so maybe my favorite yeah. thing. Yeah, I was like, I too prepare for a difficult day by carbo loading. Yeah, yeah by like, either, this is really relatable. I know, because the first they showed Amanda with like a giant sack of pancakes. Just, uh, uh, and they looked beautiful I, and fluffy. So great. I will bed. just say, for me, that was an average size stack of pancakes. <laughs> probably around five of I them. I've been on a diet for like 15 years, so <laughs> there's like a lot of pancakes. Yeah, Hollywood me. fucks with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, but yeah, I was like, whoa, look at those fucking pancakes. And then Trista was just buttering a bagel. a bagel. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, man... So good. And Can they're both yourself? in bed. They're both in bed eating these carbs. I was like, this is the dream. This it is really the aspirational is. part of the battle. Yeah, like, don't do the rest of the day. Just stay there. Room ladies. service, baby. Yeah. The sad thing is then they do have to get up and get ready for uh, either a dumping or a proposal. Uh, in in a cocktail dresses, I think we have a still of their outfits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just look at those black pashminas. Yeah, yeah. They're wearing sort of matching pashminas. Trista I, is very unhappy because she's being forced to wear a four-tier <laughs> pearl choker. And if Trista can't pull it off, yeah, like, the wh- choker, the lace, and this really shortchanges how many horizontal stripes of white lace are on this dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you can't see the ruffle that's at the bottom. Yeah. There's a ruffle? Oh, there's a ruffle. Oh, I, I don't know. You didn't ruffle. notice that. No, I was yeah. too distracted by the choker and, and the hair. I understand. It's and really, the eyebrows. I know I've watched several episodes now and I should be over it, but thank God we don't do that anymore. I know. The sperm eyebrows really were a scourge. <laughs> yeah. I just feel really relieved that mine came back. Oh. Yeah. You know... Yeah, I hope not everyone too. I haven't seen her recently. They came back, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They know your brows look great, Erin. <laughs> I feel lucky that I just was the girl who was made fun of for having out of control unibrow oh, through great. high school, and uh, 
paid off, guys. So, you know, I don't regret Take it. Take that, middle school bullies. Yeah, I was right. It's just kind of, it's kind of sad because these were two of the consistently best-dressed women throughout this season, and they really didn't do them any, any great favors with their finale outfits, but especially Trista. I, mean, I feel like, wrong. yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Amanda's dress is fine. Yeah. I, like, sort of forgot about it. I will never forget about that. <laughs> yes, it's it's true. That. that one does make more of an impression. Yeah, we'll it that. really sticks. Um, and, and Chris Harrison was nice enough to coordinate his tie with Amanda's dress. Yeah. So... It's now time for them all to assemble at the proposal spot, which is Alex's bachelor pad, in fact, and they're going to have the proposal sort of overlooking the water in his backyard. Um, And Alex is, like, so ready. He's like, from today forward, it's a whole new deal. I can't wait to be able to look this woman in the eye and say, you're the one. And you know that other woman I'm dating? I'm not anymore. It's all about you and me. (laughs) Nothing more romantic. That's what I dream of. I'm like, when will the guy I'm seeing just sit me down and say, you know that other woman I've been dating? I'm not anymore. It's really the moment we all look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. If your relationship doesn't have that, you've yeah, got like nothing. Yeah, like, who wants I love you when you can get I'm not dating my other girlfriend anymore? <laughs> yeah, like, super flattering. Um, um, Chris so- then, you know, he explains to Alex how the finale day is going to work. They're going to arrive individually. Alex will have time to speak to each of them because, of course, n- none of them knew how this worked at yeah. the time. And then one of the women is going to be waiting outside whenever Alex is ready. And there's a single rose on a marble pedestal overlooking the ocean in Alex's backyard because they did not have the budget to go anywhere exotic at this point in time. I, suppose, I mean, they, like, took three trips, and then, I don't know, wasn't there, like, a park nearby? Like, <laughs> some place that wasn't the backyard I think they were like, the look, this backyard, this backyard has a women. view, so we've already rented it. We've Airbnb'd this place. Like, we got to make use of it. Um, and it's time, it's time for the dumping. Yes, and the camera zooms in on the rose pedestal and then we see who is waiting next to it. It's Trista. Yeah. Um, Um, Trista looks at the camera and she's like, I really think that he will pick me because he said he would. would. Yeah. (laughs) Which is rational. But Alex does have a a very long history of apparently telling the women on the show that he is going to pick them and then immediately not picking them. So, yeah, so that's actually on brand. She doesn't him. realize it at yeah. the time, but that was the first red flag. Yeah. Um, so Alex walks out and says, he just launches right in. Trista doesn't say a word. He says, Trista, when this process began, I never dreamed that I would meet someone like you. You have made my heart race from the first day. I think you're beautiful, smart, funny, cool. I've enjoyed every moment that we've spent together but I don't think that we are meant (laughs) to spend our lives together. It hurts me a lot to say goodbye to you, and I'm really sorry. I want nothing but the best for you, and I hope we can be friends, and I think this is the best for you. I mean, you just love when someone dumps you and is like, this is actually a favor to you. Yeah. I just want to just linger for a moment on the fact that Alex has a degree in literature from Harvard. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it gets you, ladies. Date a Harvard man, and that is the kind of breakup speech you will get. (laughs) Or aim higher, is what I would... It's very similar. Don't worry, he also has a degree from from Stanford. Dude in 
Flint. Yeah. Like, dudes who went to, like, U of M Flint gave a very similar breakup speech. <laughs> Just saying. No, it seems like... They passed it around on a chain email back <laughs> in 2002. Every man is just working from the same template of a breakup speech. I was happy, though, that she didn't have to, like, because I feel like now they do the thing where they let the person who's about to get dumped speak first, and it's always, like, really painful to yeah. watch them. Trista, like, in fact, didn't say anything until it, she got into the limo. It was, like, more humane, But I, I will say, it was kind of weird. It was weird. She just sort of, like, grimaced and, like, was like, okay, it was weird that I they had a fate. whole conversation in which they broke up and she was completely silent throughout it. And I imagine that's why they make them talk first now. Because once Maybe, you get dumped, yeah. you're not going to be like, cool, let's hash this out. Like, let's talk it through. Um, get some but closure. But Trista does finally say some words when she's in the limo. And I think we have a clip of that. It's not that I ex- that I a thousand percent wanted wanted to be engaged today. I was very anti-engagement the whole way through up until about three days ago. It's just that we had such a great talk the other night and he told me it's you. That's, that was, those were his words, were it's you. And the fact that he said that made me think that it was me, you know. It's hard for me to let my guard down. I did as much as possible and I gave in to possible hurt <laughs> and I think he's a great guy I mean there there may be doubts you know in his head but I mean whatever happens you know I, I my life will go on I'm okay I'm just sad Aww. I love that response to a breakup I'm, I'm gonna be fine I'm just a little sad yeah. yeah I think when uh, he's explaining his decision, Alex says, you know, I, I don't think that she really saw spending her life with me. And I do think that is the reaction of a yes. woman who did not yeah. expect to be spending her life with the man That's who the disowned thing. her. I feel like we would all handle breakups better if they were all coming from Alex. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, in fact, I don't like you. So this is a little bit easier to take. Yeah. When a guy yeah. you're not super into dumps you, you're mostly just like mad that you didn't dump them. That's true. Yeah. I've had that feeling. You're like, God damn it. He yeah. Me. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I kind of wonder if like, if he hadn't told Trista if it was her, whether she would have bowed out. And so she's like sad that she got dumped on national TV by a dude she didn't even like. Yeah, she's like, I was just hanging around so you didn't look bad, and like yeah. now I look bad. Yeah, now and like, wait, that's I'm not... crying in a limo. <laughs> what just happened here? But like, she really did get a gift because she went on to be the Bachelorette, yeah. and in fact is still married to the guy that she met on that show. So yeah. like, yeah, jokes on Alex. Yes, Trista won. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also just want to make a note of, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I took a sip of my Diet Coke a little bit ago and dribbled it all over my sweater, and they've now brought me another one with straws to save me from myself. Look, our producers are very thoughtful. Yeah. That you. is the work of Sarah this right here. Really yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sarah. Yeah. Bra- she deserves thanks. all the, all the applause. Very impressive. Um, and um, then, of course, Amanda arrives. Yes, uh, Alex is waiting for her, watching a sailboat in the sea, um, when Amanda walks up. And just like Trista, she is clutching her pashmina around her. It must her. be very cold, and no. they have obviously not let it's these cold. women wear tights. Mm. Yeah, 
Yeah, like Malibu, every time I've ever been to Malibu. And also, it's, like it's the winter. It is winter when they're filming this. Yeah, it's so. not warm there. Yeah, yeah. like can a gal get like a long sleeve sequin gown or something? Like, no, but like that hasn't changed. I feel like they're all still cold 17 years later. <laughs> that is and the now person who Or in. sweating profusely. It's yeah. one or the other. Um, so Alex sees her coming and says... You know, one of the reasons that I love Amanda is that she makes me feel good. So when I saw Amanda, she looked incredible in this beautiful blue dress. She had this beautiful smile. And I knew, without a doubt, this is right. I knew it was right, but there was something about seeing her that made every doubt I had go away. It's cool how everything that Alex likes about Amanda is actually about him. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a fun trick he does there. He's like, she's very hot, so... I yeah, feel good. Like she's very hot. Yeah. She likes me. She loves cleaning. Great. Really good decision. I love just seeing a beautiful woman coming toward me and knowing that she just really likes she me. She loves to organize. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> super cool. So finally, uh, Alex it's and Amanda. The moment has arrived. It's the moment. I think we have a clip. Amanda. <laughs> when I think back on this incredible journey, I remember that the very first rose went to the beautiful girl who's about to be offered the very last one. I find myself falling in love with you. I got this ring for you. I'm going to hold on to it. Let me explain why. I feel like we have covered an incredible distance together. I think we've come a long way, but I think we have even further that we can go. Before we walk down the aisle together, I want to make sure that we feel the same way about each other outside of the fantasy world of mansions and limos. Of course, of course. I love it if you would move to California so we can be together. What a move. Yeah. I got you this beautiful gift, but you cannot have it. Yeah, I just, I, I love when people do that with presents that they get me. Mm-hmm. They're like, if you're a good girl, one day you yeah. might get it. Yeah. It's the phrasing of it, too. The like, but I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> like, I don't trust you with this kind of jam, lady. Like, you didn't even have to, like, get out. There are just so many other ways to have that conversation. Yes. Without. In fact, there are. Not yours yet. It's like he's put it on like some sort of good behavior layaway for her. It's like you can have this when I've decided you're ready for it. Yeah. And the moment is not now. But I want you to see it. I want you to know how. Know what you're working for. Know what you're organizing towards. I want you to see how simple and classic it is. And I want you to want it. Yeah. yeah. Unlike the complexity of this hearing non-engagement. If you Complex. organize well enough, this could be yours one day. But only in California. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. You yeah. have now been invited to relocate at my convenience. But, yeah. You know, it's he's he's so generous. And poor sweet Amanda is like overcome. She weeps a little bit. She even says, this is everything I've always wanted. He kneels. He offers her the final rose. And then Alex is like, I choose Amanda. Amanda, definitely the person I want to be with. 
I've chosen Amanda. I've, I choose Amanda. I choose my choice. He's like basically Charlotte in Sex and the City. He's like, yeah. I choose my choice. Yeah. And, and that is the that beautiful is love story. The end of their, yeah. their beautiful journey to falling in love. It's like the happily ever after moment. And I think that brings us to Feminism Fails. Yeah. Yes. Who's ready? Yes. And, you know, since this is a live show, we have clips of the fails ready so that all three of us can rate them in real time. Oh, wow. Using the scorecards you have right on the other side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right yes. there. Um, remember that five is the most egregious and one is, like, NBD. So, I like clip one. I don't have room on my lap for these anymore. Yes, let's take a look at the first clip. My original thought was that this was sort of a Miami Heat dancer, but she's very self-possessed. I gave her a hard time. She handled it graciously and thoughtfully. Uh, I was impressed with her. And you think it's kind of bizarre that she's a cheerleader? Honestly, like she would like get annoyed because like cheerleading and the dancing are different. Like, there are cheerleaders for the Miami Heat that she is not one of. They're okay. two totally separate deals. Oh, my God. I'm giving that a five. Uh, oh, man. I don't... I'm also giving it a five. I really hate this so much. I guess I'm going with a four, but I have no justification. I hate it so much. <laughs> I just don't like giving anything a top score. It's hard. Alex earns top scores. <laughs> Only for misogyny. That's the thing. I think about like the episode before when he asked Amanda about her boobs, and I think that was his Look. five moment for me. Look, so now he, everything he, else seems not as bad. <laughs> He's had so many five moments in yeah. my heart. Um, but also his dad and his sisters. Yeah, so his dad yeah, sisters, right family. up there. Five. Also, like, women on women always, like, feels worse. Like, does it you surprise me it. that Alex is, like, no, does it surprise me the man who raised Alex is? Not so much. But, like, come on, women. They were raised in that same... Yeah, that women can be sexist, too. I That's know. what we've learned from but, them. And, and I think a lot of us have had that experience, honestly, of thinking that it's okay to, like denigrate certain other kinds of women because like oh I'm like the good girl I'm, I'm not like, like the smart one I'm not yeah. some floozy I'm not who's a cheerleader but that also is, yeah, those girls were cool. so jealous of cheerleaders in school you yeah. know they were that's why we think it's okay to be mean to them yeah. Yeah. but that is not an acceptable it, paradigm and we're not here to dig into our middle school traumas <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's roll, the next, roll the next clip she's yeah. not a cheerleader <laughs> also she's not a cheerleader <laughs> let's roll the next clip One of the reasons that I love Amanda is that she makes me feel good. So when I saw Amanda, she looked incredible in this beautiful blue dress. Hi, handsome. She had, you know, this beautiful smile, and I knew without a doubt, this is right. I knew it was right, but there was just something about seeing her that made every doubt that I had go away. I'm going to go a three for this one. Yeah, I'm also going a three. And yeah. you're just copying us. No, I swear, I was already going to do a three, but they're not in order, so it's hard to find. Um, apologies. Yeah. We've um. used these for too many shows now. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's, it's not great, but, I mean, physical contra- attraction is one component of love and romantic love, and I get that. So I want to cut him some slack. But However, also, it's a, it's a selfish way to look at um, why you are you know, excited to partner with someone. He's definitely framing her as sort of a beautiful object and that being why he feels good about the choice, which I don't love. So I'm going to go with a middling score. Okay, uh, and then our final clip. 
I love it if you would move to California so we can be together. <laughs> I'm doing mine first now, so you won't accuse me of copying. I went with a four. <laughs> so now, now Emma's copying. I'm also a four. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, I guess you can always ask your partner to move where you want to yeah. live if you want, but there is definitely an assumption on his part that it is... He's like, this is a gift I'm giving you. You I mean, can move your whole life and be absorbed into mine. Yeah, Aren't you, you grateful? You want to be together. You want that pretty ring? <laughs> Cali, baby. Yeah, that, that, ring, that ring is in SF. Yeah. And we know it's not gender neutral because pretty much every bachelor has asked his partner to relocate and also many of the bachelorettes have relocated to be where their choice okay. lives. So there so might, this one this one gets a 4 for setting a precedent. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. I also like I didn't give it a 5 because there's a possibility they talked about it and yes. just didn't show it on camera. I don't think that happened, <laughs> but, but it, it might have. Yeah. Um yeah, so, that brings us to the end of Feminism Fails. Yeah, and really, the, the end of a whole, a whole season of Feminism Fails from Alex. Uh, and a start to so many more. Yeah, the ship was launched. Aaron, we really wish the three of us could be on stage together longer to explore our relationship, but I mean, this has run its course. You need to give me space. Exactly. Yes, I understand. You know. So that you can fill it. We think this will be best for you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We just have to say goodbye for now. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank Let's you. Give for another round me. of applause. Yeah, you, you take those straws. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're joined by our very special guest, Amanda, for a spotlight interview and game. And now back to the show. So that was the end of Alex Michelle's televised quest for everlasting love, but the story didn't end there. I mean, no. these are two real people. Uh, 17 years have passed. Surely they've been up to something since then. What happened next yeah, I, with our love I parts? wonder. I think... Oh. Oh, it looks like Bachelor Rat dumped for sleeping with loser Trista. Bachelor yes. Rat. God bless the New York Post. I mean... Yeah. My God. That's a classic tabloid. You know, it just... Seeing these headlines really makes you wish they had an After the Final Rose segment back then. Right, Claire? Like, it does. I need to know more about Alex and Amanda's breakup. Were Alex's suits a turnoff? Was he there for the right reasons? Mm -hmm. like, Definitely not. Were both Amanda and Trista aware of what a goober they were dating? <laughs> like, these are the questions that I still yeah, have. I also would like to know more. Would anyone else like to know more? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Well, in that case. Well, that's great news because tonight we are joined by one of the key players from this season, Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> Listen to those cheers. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here tonight. Of course. I think this is a lot of fun. Yeah. 
It's so great. You look basically the same as you looked on screen. Yeah, so this it's is very- actually, it's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. I work in dermatology, so I can help you all out. <laughs> So now that we have you here in our clutches, um, yeah, we, you're stuck. We've flown you in. So. <laughs> yes. yeah. We have a lot of questions for you about the show, about what happened afterwards, and then we're going to play a little game. Um, but first, I think we wanted to sort of pretend like we're on Chris Harrison's After the Final Rose couch and just like dig into the story. Um, what happened next? Yeah. Um, so could you like take us through the timeline of post show a little bit? Like it's hard for us to parse. Did you move to California? I did go to California for a brief period. I had a cousin living there and so I stayed with him, not really Alex. And, uh, (laughs) he was messy and I do not like to clean that much. (laughs) So, um, you know, I did try to make it work in California. I, you know, loved being out there, but there was just not really good job opportunities that I was interested in. You know, it might be surprising to a lot of people that have been on the show. I was not interested in the entertainment industry, so, um, I didn't stay out there too long. I had a job offer for a radio station in Kansas City and jutted back home. So we did, yeah, we did date though for about a year, which is probably hard to believe, but (laughs) (laughs) it was long distance. So, you know, those. You had space. space, space, (laughs) Right. That space. So, how long was it long? How long were you out there and how long was it more long distance? I was out there for about two months, um, and so then after that, for the rest of the year, it was long distance. Every other, it was probably every two weeks, we'd be flying somewhere, either for interviews or I'd go to California. He would come to Kansas City and try to make it work. I <laughs> Surprisingly, I wanted some reality. I wanted to kind of see where our lives were going to go, what his future held, and he wanted, you know, to become an actor, and so, <laughs> yeah. Did someone tell him that yeah, he could like become an actor? I don't know who would put that in his mind. Right, like, <laughs> watching this back, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yikes. I, th- I think I could have been, based on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was one of the last people on screen that I would think could have been an actor um, from this season. Yes, I too was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you ever see that diamond ring again? Um, I did not, and <laughs> I guess I didn't clean, but... Um, <laughs> to, you know, give him a little bit of credit, just a little... We had to display the ring because Harry Winston was a sponsor. So we both had said to the producers, we did not want to be engaged. We didn't think it seemed realistic. Surprise, surprise. Um, so, but I was shocked because I did not think he would present it in that manner, let alone. <laughs> so, because we had talked about it, we're not doing that, right? And um, 
So it was a little shocking and cringing. So that's the look of surprise it. on your face yeah, that we yes, see. That was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was just something about the 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 way that he used it as an opportunity to be like, and now I'm going to explain something to you that seemed a little unnecessary to me. Yeah, like a pat on the head. <laughs> I was like, I think she understands. (laughs) She's a smart cookie. Um, She can eat a tiny cookie. She is a smart cookie. Yeah. (laughs) So then what ended up happening? Like, was it the distance or something else? Yeah, there was just, I didn't see a lot of motivation in him (laughs) in general with life. And (laughs) I mean... We did have a lot of fun. I mean, I, I thought he was funny, and we had good banter, but there is this part of me that's always what's next, and, you know, the white picket fence family, all of that perspective. Um, he just wasn't filling in those blanks <laughs> for continuing to date someone after a year, and, um, yeah, so we broke up. And during that time, I had found out kind of a little bit more of his behavior and behind the scenes um, of the show and how quickly he became intimate with some of the girls. And I was kind of naive, I guess. Um, so I didn't appreciate that. So yeah, I was ready yeah. to move on. We saw some yeah. tabloid stuff mentioning like Trista sent you an email. Like, was that real? Did yes. that actually happen? So we all got along, which I think is also probably unique compared to how the seasons are. I don't keep up with the show, but um, so as soon as I got home, I had phone calls from. I was close with Shannon, and even Trista called me. And you know, people come out of the woodworks that know you and want to have an interview and share anything and. So we would keep each other in the loop. And she mentioned how she and Alex would still talk and send letters to each other. And I thought, well, that's kind of odd. <laughs> you know, um, Maybe there was more to this than I thought. And um, yeah, so they had had uh, intimacy a few times during the show and talked for a few months after, um, which was all hidden to, you know, so I, okay, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Cool guy. Cool guy, yeah. that Alex. Yeah. He talked a lot about how he was really making a decision, and then it seems like maybe he thought, if I say it loud enough, I don't actually have to make the decision <laughs> right. so much. Um, so what was it like to have that all like playing out kind of in the media? Like, for you, you're like, this is my life, I'm having just a relationship with problems and a breakup, and then there are like headlines, bachelor rat, you know, dumped for sleeping with loser Trista. What was that like? Well, for a 23-year-old, which is very young, um, it was very overwhelming. You know, you're thrown into this whirlwind. There were no other shows like it to learn from. Um, And so you didn't really know what to do with yourself. And being that exposed was getting really old. You know, there was no protection. Um, And then there were high expectations. You know, you were on TV. You did all of these interviews with famous people. What's next? And I'm a real person. (laughs) You know, I had just quit a minimum wage job before I went on this show, you know? So um, it, it was pretty stressful, actually. And I kind of pulled away from participating and wanted to get back to my own life 
And, um, but yeah, I, I think it was a little bit of a struggle to know how to handle it because there was nothing to learn from to prepare. How long did it take for that to kind of die down and for you to feel like you were sort of back to normal life? Mm, That's a good question. Um, Because they keep making more of them, so it just (laughs) kind of wakes this all up again, right? Um, (laughs) You'll be relevant forever. I mean, yes. And they kept keep like re-releasing the first season. They're like, watch it on this other platform for free. Yeah, my friends all get a text late at night, and it'll be a screenshot from ABC showing some you know previous airings of episodes. And there's my face. You know, I'm like, great, <laughs> this is never going to die. <laughs> um, are you still in touch with Alex or any of the women from the show? Uh, Thanks to social media, which is new since we were on the show. Um, I do keep in touch with a lot of the the girls. Um, Alex, it's been a few years. Every year we would kind of email happy birthday and just hope you're doing well. Um, That was about it. And, uh, but yeah, I keep in touch just Facebook, which is kind of, it's a weird experience, you know, to go through. And we were all so nice and protective of each other because we didn't, know what we were getting into um so we were able to stay friends i think because of that and take us back a little bit how did you even get cast on the show in the first place well it's pretty interesting um i had just quit this minimum wage lame job and moved into my brother's basement with his family in their house um so things were going well in life (laughs) My best friend had been living in California, and I moved out there to help her move home. Literally just got off the plane, per my style, a turtleneck, and uh, I think lucky jeans, even, um, to be that cool. And we were eating at Santa Monica, and two women were staring at us for a lengthy amount of time. I thought, okay, here we go. And so they approached me and asked if I was single and said they were producers for a new show on ABC. And I was a little skeptical. I thought, this doesn't sound like something ABC would be airing. Maybe, (laughs) (laughs) is this in a basement perhaps? Um, (laughs) So my best friend, who's now my sister-in-law, had an agent and uh, they looked into it and sure enough, there was a show coming out with ABC and Nothing was going well in my life, so I thought, hey, I could use a two-month vacation. (laughs) (laughs) And imagine if it had been like the way the show is now, it wouldn't just be a vacation. It would be like world travel. Yeah. Yes, I'm a little annoyed. Maybe that's why I didn't keep up with the shows, because of the budget that was exploding. Yeah, now they get like unlimited snacks and just the nice The fact that they're fed and have clothes (laughs) is just unimaginable. So did they just, they starved you off camera all the time? We rarely had food, but abundance alcohol was just flowing from, which 23, I mean, I grew up, I was training since I was 14 to drink, so I I was down to party, um, which is why I made it on the show, of course. Um, Yeah, but no, food was really lacking, um, and I, you know, I'm not that fit. I like to eat, so I was a little pissed about yeah, you're that. Like, thank, you must have been so thrilled to get those pancakes at the yes. end. Yes. <laughs> like, finally. I've been waiting weeks. Like, two weeks. 
No, it was pretty sad. The first rose ceremony, I remember we waited in the limo for hours and we had champagne and that's all we had. And we get to this mansion and they didn't uh, really film the food because they were little potatoes with cheese whiz on them. Mm. So <laughs> just yeah. fill you right up with the show those. was going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, going in that first night, did you know anything about Alex? Had you seen a picture of him or anything? I didn't know anything about him. Now during the interview process, they mentioned they had a photo if we'd like to see it. And I to be honest, didn't care. I just wanted to be out of my brother's house for a minute. <laughs> so, um, I did not. I didn't see his picture. I think about half of the girls elected to. Uh, might have been smart. <laughs> so, so not everyone looks. That explains a lot. Um, and what does your life kind of look like now? What are, what are you up to? Um, I have a beautiful life. Um, I'm engaged, and thank you, thank you. He's um, a lovely man, and I have a nine-year-old daughter who's darling. She's still sweet, that fun age where she likes to cuddle and is kind. Um, and I'm a nurse practitioner in uh, dermatology, so. Yeah. That does sound really nice. <laughs> um, that sounds better than being with Alex, I'm just yeah. going to say. Like, you just, did well. It feels really nice to see that this is your life and not whatever Alex was envisioning. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not quite sure where he's ended up, but... <laughs> yeah. He's like he's yeah. like avoiding us. Like he, I know. there was that that reunion special. 15 and, years of The Bachelor, and like they just featured Chris Harrison like running through a field being like, where is Alex Michelle? Like, yeah, he doesn't just, want to be part of it. to engage. I guess, you know, several years of being the Match.com spokesperson was just it for him. Yeah, that was enough. He was like, I didn't become an actor. <laughs> I've failed. I need to disappear I now. I do think it's funny to share that funny and maybe a little embarrassing knowing Alex was a spokesperson, but I did meet my fiancé on Match.com. <laughs> so really... <laughs> Thanks to Alex. So he endorsed yeah. a good product. Full yeah. It comes full circle. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So I think now it's time to get into the nitty gritty. We're going to make you watch a few clips. <laughs> okay. uh, apologies in advance, uh, but we're very grateful that you agreed to be mildly tortured on stage. Of course. Yes. Of course. Uh, hopefully it will be uh, relatively painless. Um, so we're going to play a little game. Uh, to make it go by faster, yeah. uh, called Cute or Cringe. Cute or Cringe. Yes. I'm going to give this to you. So we're going to play these clips. You have a sign, uh, as you can see, with the two emojis, the laughing and the grimace emoji. And if you feel like warm fuzzies or like amusement when you see the clip, you can hold up the laughing emoji. Uh, I think this is a study. <laughs> we wanted to give you one other option. Um, and obviously the cringe is for cringing. Um, and, uh, and then we'll talk it through. We, we are uh, recording this for the folks back home, so we want to make sure that, that we get what, you, what yeah, you've chosen. Exactly. So I think first clip. Um, people often get the wrong impression of me. Since I am from Kansas, they get the opinion that I'm very innocent, but I'm actually very different. Um, 
I am very open sexually with my partners, and one of the craziest things I've ever done was purchase a trapeze for some entertainment. I mean, I think that is revolutionary in the world of The Bachelor. You know, I caught yeah. some hell. Really? <laughs> From mom. Oh, no. <laughs> That was a part of the interview process, which we did not know was going to be on the show. Oh. So I, I did shit a brick when... <laughs> oh, my God. I can that see. That aired, and I'm sitting around with my brothers and sister-in-law. We're all, oh, great. <laughs> Nothing oh you want God. your family picturing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I would not want to be around my family Let alone living in his basement, that. right? <laughs> So that's a that's a cringe, understandably. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, fair, fair enough. Yeah, um, I would probably feel the same way. Um, I think we should look at the next clip. She basically has this incredibly creative sexuality that more or less nobody's ever appreciated it. And here I am getting it like a gift. Nobody ever appreciated your sexuality before, Alex. Isn't it cool that you're learning that now? It is cool, and I will tell you it is a damn gift. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is to my gift. (laughs) (laughs) That is, it's true. It is a gift, and that is a beautiful thing. Um, I think, yeah, let's look at the next clip. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wonder if she's been, like waiting outside for like an hour. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh my gosh. Oh, so embarrassing. I mean, I had to fix my hair. <laughs> you can see how intense that was getting. An- another cringe. That was very yeah. cringe. Uh, it's, they usually wouldn't send in the, the waiter now uh, right. at that moment on, on a bachelor date. Uh, you might not be rolling around the floor at a restaurant <laughs> anymore either. But. We were all 23 yeah. once. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they no longer send them to actual restaurants anymore, so that's the first, yeah. the first thing. Um, but... Next clip. So here's a tough question for you. Okay. Um, I want to know about your boobs. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew you were gonna ask that someday. I said that. Today is that day. <laughs> and the other reason that I'm asking is because you're so cool about answering all these questions. Yeah, I don't, do, I don't care. Okay, what do you want to know about them? T- tell me the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Start at the beginning. Okay. Um, when I was a child, I was obsessed with Dolly Parton. I thought she was the coolest thing. I had all of her records. Wanted to be her. <laughs> Actually, I had like a half cup difference, and you couldn't tell unless I was just naked, and so it bothered me. Right. So I had a brass dog. I went from a C to a D. <laughs> so they're partial real, <laughs> partial not. Normally, I'm against it. I just want things to be natural all the time. But the answer that she gave could not possibly have been better. My main concern was I didn't want them to be like, whoa, you know, the first focal point when someone looked at me. Right. And I don't think they are. And but they're probably top three or four. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Yeah. 
little history to that moment. Um, it was surprising to hear while you're on this romantic tour bus uh, <laughs> that a producer would want him to ask me about my breasts. And I thought to myself, well, I could go one of two ways. I could tell the truth, which is excruciating, or I am a huge Dolly Parton fan since I have been literally three years old, had listened to her records and her movies. And, and so that is true, and I would love to be her. Um, so once I started telling that, I thought, okay, I want to be real. I, through the show, good or bad, I am myself and open. And so I did share that I had you know, some congenital issues and had them corrected. So, but the fact that it couldn't have been more of a perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, he approved. Alex. Yeah. Alex. Yes. Cringe for Alex. A yeah. win, I, that was a win for me. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he approved of your choices about your own body. Again, a generous man. So good. I was, I was yeah. watching these and I'm like, does does she have any idea that like he's going and grading her on her answers off camera like this? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Great yeah. stuff from our guy. Our guy. Next clip. Alex had asked me to leave the room. He wanted to surprise me with the dessert. Which was the sex in the sheets dessert. <laughs> room service shows up. And there is a plastic sheet, chocolate syrup, caramel, and ice cream. <laughs> I mean, when I think sexy, I think plastic sheet. Yep. So. Just a sticky dairy mess. <laughs> what? Um, so that's cringe. Yeah. Um, so I sense a theme. With the dessert on the tray was a Polaroid camera that comes with it. <clears throat> and so we had taken some funny photos, which were not supposed to be shared. So when I watched the show and saw that Polaroid flash up there, again, sorry, mom, <laughs> you know, I, I freaked out. You didn't get to see the one where he's on his side, kind of Burt Reynolds playgirl with was it Belfonte or some sort of ice cream tub over? You didn't get to see that one. Yeah, that's the photo yeah, I want to yeah. see. Yeah. You're bring, welcome. Bring that. Someone <laughs> at ABC, please leak that photo. It's the greatest feminism fail of the entire series, I think, is yeah. not showing us Alex's Burt Reynolds photo. Yes. It's really shocking. I'll uh, see if I can find it. <laughs> You've got to hold on to these yeah. things. You never know when it'll come I, in handy. I do have them. <laughs> yes, she kept the receipt. <laughs> next, next, I think we have a still. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're giving me shit about James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how do you feel about the suit? <laughs> That's a cringe. It's a cringe. Yes. Yeah. What it's, a boxy man. What a very bland. Yeah, very bland. <laughs> it's appropriate. He's sort of the, his, below the neck, he sort of blends into the, the wall. Yeah. Um, great fashion from Alex this season. Uh, and I think we have another fashion still to look at. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <They're> cute. <laughs> Well, let me explain, please. <laughs> yes. 
our necklaces, the choker, and then my lovely whatever this is, Alex bought the final two and gave it to us before. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. So he bought her a pearl necklace. Um, didn't give her one. And then... Or maybe he did, I don't know. It was so damn cold in February in Malibu on this cliff, and they did not want me to wear a bra. So that's my own wrap, and I insisted on wearing it for obvious reasons. <laughs> so that, that explains a little bit of that. I'm fashion. so upset that, that you guys were subjected to Alex's taste in jewelry. Yes. That's, that's And these upsetting. were the only dresses that were provided. The rest was just pure art style. <laughs> wow. And Alex's taste in jewelry. Yeah. Um, wow. And the no bra mandate. So just all those things really come really together. Because I was I was watching and like you both look beautiful as always, but I was like, they both have such amazing fashion this whole season. And then the finale, I'm kind of like It's like kind of a letdown. Not what yeah. I would have expected. And now it all makes sense. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that picked. clarity. <laughs> um, next clip. I think if I had to make, you know, like a list of pros and cons, I mean I think Amanda is more compatible with me, probably. He is very easy to be around. Very pleasant, calm. And the fact that, that she likes me more is a pretty good sign. But, you know, my worry is that, like, I'm a little more wrapped up in Trista, I think. I mean, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, it's a little cringy. Um, it's pretty interesting. So after the show wrapped and we were truly dating, we went to Block Island for a family vacation with his family. And no sooner did I put my suitcase down, his dad wanted all of us to go on a bike ride. And on the tandem bike, I got to ride with his dad. <laughs> so, and was constantly grilled the whole time while I'm huffing and puffing, trying to pedal this thing with this giant man. <laughs> on vacation. That's just the normal like vacation activity nightmare. is going on a tandem bike ride with, with your partner's father. Your partner's father. Yeah. yeah, I knew I was signing up for forever. Yeah. You're like, wow, I wasn't sure before, but this is it. This is it. Yeah, this Dad. is the one. Yeah. Oh if, my God. If I believe that story about any family, it would be the one we just watched. <laughs> um, I think we have a couple more clips. Let's roll the next one. Got this ring for you. Oh my god. I'm gonna hold on to it. <laughs> Let me explain why. What a, what a romantic bullshit, moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if he, you know, sold it. What, what became of this ring? Yeah, yeah, I mean, someone needs to find out. That is a job for the investigative journalists in the room. Yeah. Uh, Andy Campbell, I see you. Get on it. <laughs> um, and I think we have one final clip. I am ready to say goodbye to this Malibu lifestyle and hello to my fantasy world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a fantasy world where the people are less rich, but... Yeah. We, but we have our own cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> 
Wow, cringe straight through. Yeah. Who could have painful. guessed? It's just I, painful. No wonder why I haven't watched this in 17 years. <laughs> I mean, I personally, I just love watching you really make the best of everything Alex says. Like, everything he says, I, I'm like, I would be like, what are you talking about? And you're just like, oh, well, here's a nice spin on what you just As said. Amanda said, she's a good actress. <laughs> you do. I think anyone that's been on the show, you get a little mind warped into, you're isolated, there's no books, magazines, phones. TV, you're, all you have to talk about and what's in common with these women is this man. And he seems to be the last man on the planet. <laughs> yeah, there are no other men. It's just a goober in a giant tan suit. <laughs> and if you're drunk enough all day and squint, it's Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> oh my God. I think that that is the perfect note for us to end on. One more round of applause for Amanda. Thank you for joining you. us, Amanda. You're welcome. Yes, thank you so much to Amanda and to Aaron. What an incredible so, lineup. I know. Uh, and that is almost it for Here to Make Friends Live. Now, as, as most of you have probably gathered, our dear Claire, who's looking at me terrified, as I knew she would, is going to be taking some, some time off to embark on a beautiful, sleep-deprived journey of new parenthood. Uh, so, you know, to send her and her future child off in style, we have a little gift for her, delivered by a few special friends of the pod. Come on out, guys. I'll create the space. Okay. Eric got the yeah. mic. <laughs> oh, thank oh. you guys. Claire, you wanna you wanna open this up? This is for little Chris Harrison Fallon. <laughs> oh my god. How did you know? <laughs> it's that and Derek, you know, are two <laughs> options. Oh my god. I don't understand, but show it's, it, show it's it to the crowd. The, the first ever here to make friends. Here to make friends onesie. Thank you guys so much. This is amazing. I Derek, can't, can't wait to share a photo of this. Derek, Michael, and Brett, thank you guys so much for coming up here. Thank you. You're the best. Oh, we love you guys and thank you. They have all been on previous shows and they are amazing. So for real this time, that is it for Here to Make Friends Live, the 2019 tour. Yes. And that's it for this live episode of Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guests, Aaron Dark and Amanda Marsh-Caldwell, our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson, as well as everyone else from HuffPost who made this event happen. Also, a big thank you to The Bell House for hosting us. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. The show will be back soon to recap Peter's season of The Bachelor. And of course, give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. 